0: it's the Utah Royals FC show episode 90 I'm Cindy and with me today I got the one the only Lucas Mueller How's it going Lucas
1: uh good how are you
0: you know pretty good spring is back well almost um soccer's back well it, like,
1: it is did it yeah. ever go away
0: no. That's what I was telling a friend the other day. I'm like, you know, I soccer is always on. Like, I never, I never go through the moment of your life where you miss NFL. I'm like, I never miss it. Unless
1: I, coronavirus makes all soccer <laughs> be stopped.
0: That's very serious business to joke about, Lucas. I'm not
1: joking. It seems like a real possibility. Um,
0: yeah. Yeah, friends, wash your hands, cough into your sleeve, stay home if you're sick. Don't be around your grandparents if you're sick. Um, really, it has got to be it. But it looks like they might ban us from watching soccer soon. So, Which I actually read that <laughs> MLS would rather just cancel things than like play in empty stadiums.
1: Yeah, I see they keep postponing things, but... You have to think so much of MLS revenues, match day, like ticket sales and all that, that Mm -hmm. it's a little different than in Europe. But I really have no idea.
0: Yeah, I don't know. So should be interesting. I'm just hoping this just goes away by NWSL season because that'd be a bummer.
1: Yeah. I wonder if media – I've been wondering this. If media are allowed to attend, right?
0: I don't know. You would think, surely
1: like people can be there to cover it. You just don't want like massive crowds.
0: Right. Right. And I'm sure if you're healthy, come. If not, stay home. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I mean, we live in such society where I mean, my co coworkers who show up with a cold and with a cough because that's just what we do here, you know? And and of course things are gonna spread because you can't miss work because you're boss or your job just you know sick days are limited and yeah yeah we could get into a whole random chat about the system and mm-hmm. how it stinks and you know
1: yeah but that's yeah. our other podcast uh, yeah American health
0: mm-hmm. issues
1: mm-hmm. FC mm-hmm. show mm-hmm Check Come us in, out,
0: mm-hmm. coming soon mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, what shall we talk about? There's lots of lots of news. Preseason has started. There's international tournaments going on. Um, a lot of the Utah Royals FC players who are with their national team um, are with their national team currently. Diana Matheson. Yes, you heard right. Diana Matheson is with the Canadian national team and Desiree Scott as well. You got Kristen Press, Kelly O'Hara with the and Beck oh wait, she's not
1: with us mm, anymore. Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> Still sad.
0: So sad. That one's gonna hurt for a while, Becky. Um anyway, Kristen Press and Kelly O'Hara are with the US national team. Rachel Corsi is with Scotland. Gunny is with Iceland. Katie Bowen is with the New Zealand national team. So those players, preseason has started. They're not at preseason. Definitely expect them back next
1: week. That's true. Also, um, Mallory Weber is still in Australia, as is Abby Smith, and we'll talk about that a little bit in a minute. Um, Mm -hmm. But, yeah, certainly a lot of people out around the globe.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. A lot of soccer happening before they take it from us.
1: Just kidding.
0: We want everyone I was to like, be Thank oh. <laughs> you. Uh, yep. Let's, you know, we'll be fine. We'll be okay. I mean, you know, you know what I mean. Let's hope this goes away. Yep. Um, all right. So on the international news, Gunny scored her 10th goal for Iceland this week. So congrats to Gunny. That's super cool. And then Rachel Corsi and Scotland won the Pinatar Cup. Pinatar? Pinata Cup?
1: Definitely not Pinata Cup. Um, (laughs) I assumed it was Pinatar.
0: Pinatar.
1: Um, Could be wrong, but Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Pinatar Cup, if that is indeed how you say it. (laughs) Uh, It's like an invitational women's tournament. Um, It seems like a lot like the She Believes Cup. Like, it's a Mm. friendly, featuring four nations. This was the first year they had it. Um, And it uh, had Scotland. So, Corsi, Iceland, Gunny, uh, the Ukraine, and Northern Ireland. Mm. And, yeah, it was a whole thing.
0: That's super sweet. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So, congrats to Rachel Corsi and Scotland. And it looks like I saw they want it. it. So congrats.
1: Iceland came in second.
0: Ah, uh, that's cool. <laughs> and then, believe it or not, Lucas, I kid you not, but Diana Matheson is back and she scored a goal for Canada.
1: Oh my goodness. We need to celebrate with some uh, maple syrup champagne.
0: Mm hmm. Is that a thing?
1: No, but it sounds like it would be delicious. <laughs> <laughs> is like a Canadian celebrations, right?
0: Mm, I guess. What else could you eat that's very Canadian? Drink.
1: Um, I don't know. Let's see. Poutine is uh, delicious. Mm. I think that's a Canadian thing.
0: Okay. I've had that. I've had that.
1: Yeah. You, man, you get that made mm. well and it's phenomenal. Mm. Um. Yeah, that's exciting. She has been invisible for like almost a year. Um, by that I mean, injured. The invisible bar, to be clear, comes from we just did not know what the heck was going on with her. Um, because Canada kind of kind of wouldn't say, and it was sort of their deal. Um, and yeah, I was you know I was surprised to see she was allocated again. Um, and immediately after being allocated, she proves why she still has worth. <laughs>
0: yeah, because I think maybe it was maybe not last podcast, maybe but a couple. We're like, no way. She comes back. She's a goner. Yeah. And then we see her in the allocated list and we're like,
1: huh? Yeah. Did we talk okay. about the allocated list on the show? I don't think we did. Yeah. Well, she was allocated in case you missed it, um, which yep. means. Um, her salary is paid by Canada, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. not and not uh, Utah Royals.
0: Mm-hmm. Just kind
1: cool.
0: Of, yep, it's out of boot. Um. Anyway, so yeah, it's. I mean, overall, Diana Matheson is a very good soccer player. But mm. when you're out for a year, you know the doubters like Lucas will come out and um say she's not. She shouldn't be on the team anymore.
1: I, I don't think I ever <laughs> anything that's, like that.
0: I'm pretty sure it was all me. Pretty sure. Um, Diana, if you're listening, I am sorry for doubting you. And I'm glad you scored a goal. So, yeah, that's what we got. And then the – I haven't heard much on Katie Bowen, have you?
1: I Except haven't. Much- I really yeah. haven't seen anything about, you know.
0: Just that she's uh, at some tournament.
1: Yeah, let's let's see what um mm. what she's up to.
0: Let's see what they're up to. This is where we do our research while we record instead of before. You
1: know, yeah, maybe we shouldn't and just say um, <laughs> she is still with New Zealand, but we're not sure what that means.
0: Oh, the Ar- Aldgarve Cup.
1: Oh, that's a thing.
0: That's a very big thing. I literally
1: just googled New Zealand expecting results in New Zealand's women's national team. And I'm disappointed that's not what came up.
0: Aww. Anyway, so that's an important one. Oh, I typed in New Zealand. I get New Zealand coronavirus. Nope. That is not what I wanted. Anyway, so Katie Bowen is with the national team in the Ar- Algarve Cup, if I'm saying it correctly, I probably am not. Cup? Yeah, oh, here we go. New Zealand football, yeah, that's all I got. Anyway, right. anyway, anyway she's there. No, yeah. um, Ooh, it looks like they lost to Norway recently, hmm. so they finished fourth.
1: Well, you know. It's probably good to get some reps before the indoor season come and fit. That's true. That's true. So, aside from uh, little soccer nations that aren't America, uh, which no one really cares about, she believes cup is happening. Oh, it is. Um, Cindy, have you ever gone in person? I have actually. I what? Was, What's that uh, like?
0: You know, it's like this experience. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So I've. I went, I was recently in New Jersey, New York this past weekend, um, much to the fear of my friends that I came back with the coronavirus.
1: Um, <laughs> it keeps coming up.
0: It, that's, I mean, I literally had to deal with it. I'm like, guys, chill. Um, but yeah, it's it's kind of cool. It was the fourth year, my fourth year going third time in new york for it and it's kind of cool because red bull arena fills up and it's just a cool atmosphere um so yeah it was a fun trip um from a photographer perspective being there it kind of stunk a little bit because i didn't get my photographer's bib right away because i decided to be social and chatty Mm. i was talking to jason anderson from black and red united and then steph young from all for 11 and i completely forgot to get my bib so when i went to grab one they were out and so i had to wait like five minutes which meant i missed the entire like the warm-ups and the intro and presentation and and then becky and oh no not becky um kelly and kristen didn't start so it was just. It just felt very awkward. Yeah. Um,
1: Why am I even here?
0: What? <laughs> yeah. Seriously. And then I had to leave to catch my flight. Like I left at the 80th minute because I was like, "Well, it's probably gonna be a tie." And as I'm oh, walking out, the, <laughs> yeah. So I'm walking out of the stadium, and like the you can just hear like the crowd roaring like crazy, and you're like, "I just missed a goal." Great. Mm,
1: yeah.
0: But either way, I would have missed it because I was on the opposite side of the field because I had to leave. Anyway, yeah. so great. It was a fun trip. Um, it was fun. I got to talk to some cool people. RJ Allen, I got to chat with her a little bit.
1: Have you guys uh, met in your life before?
0: Yeah, we met last about two years ago in at the Tournament of Nations in Connecticut. Okay. So, um, yeah, it's cool. Um, you recognize the NWSO commissioner was there at halftime, so oh, yeah, that's cool. She was like in the press room area, and just people were talking to her and asking her questions, and she's and she so nice. A very,
1: a very public radio voice, <laughs> she does. My NPR voice,
0: yes, <laughs> she does, and she is very, very nice. Maybe we should work on our NPR voice. Yeah,
1: definitely. We're, I don't <laughs> think we need to. Clearly, we're so good at it. Why would we need to work on that? Totally. Um, I did think – so you said you thought this game was boring. Which I, I did. I can see why photographing it, it would probably be a boring game. I really enjoyed watching this game because Spain were just so good, so technical. Like I think they lacked um, a little bit of bite in the attack, but mm-hmm. – for some reason, it was really fun to see the U.S. kind of on their back heel and have to deal mm-hmm. with, you know, not being able to complete passes, not being able to, mm-hmm. um, you know, they just bullied England and did whatever mm-hmm. they wanted in that game. Um, and for this one, it just felt like they were um, like their heads were spinning a bit, and I think that's a really good thing for the U.S. to have to deal with sometimes. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Especially, can, can you I know, can
0: yeah. I interrupt you for some breaking oh, news? Yes, The U.S. Women National Team's roster is out for the game versus Japan.
1: I've already tweeted about it, but go on.
0: Ah, So much for my breaking news. Anyway, Kelly and Kristen Press are starting. Of course they would. Anyway.
1: So congrats to the U.S. on their uh, game against Japan, because when you listen Mm -hmm. to this, it will have already concluded. Mm -hmm. And um, we are anticipating – success (laughs) (laughs)
0: i don't know man because when japan when japan and the u.s play it's intense japan knows how the u.s plays uh their games tend to be a little bit more like they're fun to watch i enjoy watching japan because japan also plays a really there's they're obviously in the building stages and they have a younger team and you know they're rebuilding but they can play some really beautiful soccer too but Anyway, yeah. you were talking about Spain and how you're impressed.
1: Yeah. see. see Okay, so I went to training yesterday uh, and I really was hoping to get a chance to talk to Vero and be like, hmm. what did you think of the game? Like, this is a team that you helped build. And it was hmm. fun to think of, like, her playing style mm-hmm. um, is so evident in that Spanish team. And it's honestly probably more the Spanish – playing style that she is very good at um mm-hmm. is evident in spain's national mm-hmm. team um but it would have been fun to hear her take but overall i thought it was um yeah there are a few people who like um Son at right back is not great um mm-hmm. i think we can probably move on from that experiment um but mm-hmm. it seems like everyone played all right, just Spain really, really brought it and were honestly a little bit unfortunate to give up such a late um, goal. But I think when Press and Heath came on, um, it took a minute to settle in, but then the U.S. started getting a little bit more attacking chances than they had mm-hmm. seen. Mm-hmm. That's more, I think it gave them a lot more mobility in that game too.
0: Yeah. It's it's really just crazy, you know, because, yeah, like I was sitting there and I was not excited. Like even the first half, I was on the U.S. attacking side and the chances were very limited. Um, and yeah, like, like you, I was impressed by Spain. And I'm like, Spain is that team that next World Cup, they're going to be the team to probably one of the teams to look out for. Um, and you can definitely see what happens, you know, first of all, like, Spain, like, Spanish women playing in, in like, there's just, like, a lot of, it's just not welcome, because it's a very male-dominated sport in Spain, but now that you have, like, Barcelona and Real Madrid investing in women's programs, you're in Atletico, like, you're definitely seeing what happens when teams, like, your men's teams and they start investing more and they're seeing like the fruit of that um, on the national stage. And yeah, Spain is, and and if they just had that attack, they'd be like, so yeah, I was, I was actually on my way there. I'm like, you know, I think this is going to be a good game. Like we're so used to the U S just pretty much just not, you know, like scoring three, four goals, but I don't think they were going to do that against Spain. Mm -hmm. And even at the world cup, I mean, they won like on a very questionable penalty too. So um, yeah, I think Spain is going to be the, it's going to be a really good team as, as more as they play more together and they're domestically continues to build and it's cool. I I really like Spain. I mean, not just because my ancestors are from there, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're kind of my people, but yeah, it, it was, yeah, it was fun to watch them.
1: Yeah. um, And yeah, with that England game, I mean, I don't think there's a whole lot to be said other than England just looked, you know, in over their heads through the whole game. I don't know. Do you have more thoughts than that?
0: On England?
1: Yeah, the, the U.S.-England game. Oh, from- no,
0: It's just, it's really sad just watching England just regress <laughs> from where they were a year ago because a year ago they looked good. They won the She Believes Cup. They went into so the World Cup as like a favorite, and then when you have a coach who doesn't really believe in you, and you know, I Phil Neville's got
1: go. Yeah, I mean, there's no reason for him to be there. He's there because he played for Manchester United, yeah. and that's that's not great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, remind me to tell you something about that afterwards.
0: Okay, we don't want the people to know. Yeah, we don't. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah uh kristen press in that game had just an incredible goal uh if you haven't seen it just pause this recording if you're driving pull over in the side of the interstate and watch it it's it was so so good just beautiful turn It just mm, mm-hmm. like, yeah she is um pre- pretty good right now i don't know yeah. if you've realized but um I think she's making a case that she should be a regular starter for this team.
0: Kristen press over Alex Morgan. I
1: agree. Especially in this exact <laughs> moment. <laughs> Did you see that those uh, videos of uh, Alex Morgan, like hanging out with the team, just super pregnant and taking shots.
0: <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, Alex who? Just um, Alex who? Oh. Yeah. Alex Morgan who? Um, No, Kristen Press is, and you definitely, as soon as because the attack was suffering against Spain, as soon as she came on, it was like, it turned. Um, It it just, she's a game changer. She's, um, I was talking to my friends. I was like, you know, Alex Morgan is, you know, your classic forward. Mm Mm-hmm. That somebody that you want to feed the ball to, and so you know she has like a shot, or she's gonna make those shots, and chances are they're gonna go in because that's she's a striker. But press can, press can, you know, build, pass, assist, score. She is like, she's just so good. I like her.
1: Yeah, it's it's also nice that we get to watch her uh, every week on her club team. Mhm mhm. Um forgot to mention that uh she had the press to Ertz in the game against Spain. Um really great assist. Also fantastic uh mm-hmm. goal by Ertz. I don't know why she was given any space, but yeah, she does a <laughs> great job to.
0: Yeah. To yeah win sure. late. Mhm.
1: Cool. Yeah. Any more th- any more thoughts in America?
0: You know, they have a good chance to win it and Yeah, we shall. We shall see.
1: Yeah, I mean, the listener already knows and we're stuck here Mm. in the past, in the dark.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, in the dark. Mm -hmm. So if the USA loses tonight, though, Spain, your new favorite Spanish national team, (laughs) will win the She Believes Cup. I think that would be cool. But, you know, we shall see.
1: Well, um, so, speaking of players who have not yet reported to preseason, um, Abby Smith is um, in the uh, W League playoffs. Um, Western Sydney Wonders finished fourth and took the final playoff spot. Um, so, the league wrapped up at the end of February. Um, Mallory Weber and um, Adelaide United finished eighth out of ninth, so not great um, and did not make the playoffs. She's not yet re- um Weber has not yet reported to preseason yet. I would assume, um, she should be, if she's not already back in the U S she probably will be very soon and hopefully gets a few weeks off, um, or at least like a week and reports pretty quickly. Um, but yeah, uh, exciting for Smith that she gets to be in the playoffs. Um, Western Sydney Wanderers take on Melbourne, Melbourne city, um, City have been incredible this season. They're top of the table. Uh, and so that is the um, semifinal game, uh, and they'll play this Saturday at 8.30 p.m. Mountain Time. Um, hoping I get to watch that. Uh, we'll see. Um, But, yeah, it's a big game, and it also has pretty big implications if Smith reports Uh, to training sooner or if she's going to be there much longer because the final isn't until March either 21st or 22nd. um, And so if they win the final, like, she'll be there even longer than that um, before I I would assume she'd get some time at home with her um, husband in Texas before um, coming back to Utah.
0: That's true. Or he could just come to Utah and hang out here.
1: Yeah. Um she might just want some time off work though. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe she has loved uh you know, playing down there and just wants to get going with uh uh the league here.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm I forgot about the W League. I'm so sorry.
1: Yeah, I kind of wasn't following as closely as I I was, especially after like Stengel was injured and then traded. Um I definitely. And as things have ramped up for the league here, it's been a little easier to just not pay as much attention.
0: It's true. It happens. It happens. Yeah, well, in case somehow you missed it, um, Becky Sauerburn to Portland is official. Um, We kid you not. It happened. And she is... Now a Portland's Thorn player. Lucas, how, has, that, has that sunk in yet?
1: I think it kind of did for the first time um, when the U.S. played Spain. And Sauerbrunn started, but O'Hara and Press didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, because I usually will tweet from the Soapbox account. You know, like oh, these Royals players are starting. I cannot remember the last time the U.S. played a game and there were no Utah Royals players in it. And so it was like, oh, this is real. Like Sabrina is Mm -hmm. starting, and she's not a Royals player. Like that's that's pretty sad.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Sad indeed. I debated giving her like the look of like, how dare you, Becky. Or the sad puppy eyes. I'd be like, why, Becky?
1: Just, just flip um, her off.
0: <laughs> no, I, I wanted to keep my press cred- credential. Thank you.
1: Oh, that's um, smart.
0: I know, you know. But, yeah. Becky, how dare you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, what a great title for an episode.
0: <laughs> Part two. Um, yeah, so... Utah Royals traded Portland Thorns FC. This was a Becky Sobran requested trade. And she made that very clear in a video that she wanted to play home. You know, it hurts, but it's Becky. She deserves it. I'm okay with it. Um, and in return, Utah Royals FC acquired Elizabeth Ball and $100,000 in allocation money. And should Becky decide to continue playing, they'll receive additional allocation money. Uh, Elizabeth Elizabeth Ball is a defend was a defend is a defender. She's not with Utah, but she the past two seasons, she made 23 appearances with Portland. Uh she's was a starter in the 2019 season. So a lot of people thought Utah was getting nothing for it, but I think a young good defender that's that's pretty Plus $100,000 in allocation money. And if Utah is – and if Becky is just to play one more year, you know, I think this is a win for Utah in the end. So, yeah, crazy.
1: It is kind of crazy. I I do think – I think Elizabeth Ball makes it a lot easier. Um, It's nice to have a player that – can come in and contribute um, rather than just, oh, we, like, there was this massive player um, and now she's just, like, straight up gone and there's nowhere to re- replace her, even if there's allocation money involved. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Is, she's a center back, right, Ball?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think same spot as Becky. So it's it, I think we thought... Gabby Vincent was going to be the starter. It's like, oh, that makes sense, but now it looks like there's going to be some competition for that spot, so yeah,
1: yeah, which is great. Uh that's, you know. That's mm-hmm. honestly what you want.
0: Mhm. Mhm. So, yeah. That's the official side of things. Becky is no longer Utah Reels FC player. Let's move on with our lives.
1: Well, we don't have to entirely. We can still be <laughs> sad about this.
0: Oh, I've moved on, and now I'm I'm petitioning for Kelly O'Hara to be the new U.S. Women's National Team team captain.
1: Oh, I saw that. Um, <laughs> so speaking of trades, oh wait, never mind. I'm jumping ahead. Um, speaking of traders, no, just kidding. Uh, the U.S. <laughs> women's uh, National Team lawsuit against U.S. Soccer um, <clears throat> continues to advance. Um, There's a lot written out there, so I'm not going to totally summarize it super well. Um, But it feels like the core argument from U.S. soccer is that women are essentially inferior to men and therefore should be paid less. Um, And it's so, so, like, (sighs) absurd. And just... U.S. soccer will... It feels like we'll probably lose this lawsuit because these are the arguments they're making. Mm-hmm. Um and even if they don't, like they will they have lost so much goodwill with their players, with their fans. Um like, it, w- it would have just been so much better if they're like, Okay, we'll we'll do equal pay or something. Um but the argument is just so absurd. Uh Coca-Cola put out a statement they're one of us soccer sponsors Mm -hmm. um they put out a statement saying like they weren't okay with this they expect better um Mm -hmm. and that is actually really fantastic because u.s soccer has made it perfectly clear they do not care at all what fans Mm -hmm. think or what people want (laughs) but they care a ton a ton a ton about money um Mm -hmm. so hopefully coca-cola is a big enough brand that they can um spark some movement here, but also hopefully they're the first um, in a series of major sponsors that start to push back on U.S. soccer for just how absolutely absurd and abhorrent these arguments are.
0: Yeah, and I've just have caught like glimpses of, you know, reaction and, you know, points that U.S. soccer has made. And it's just like, wow, like you just – you really just showed that you are discriminated against these women. Like your words alone, like the women were trying to make a case, and sure enough that you – your own statements have made you, you know, you are discriminated against the women if you – if these are your statements. So.
1: Um The chief legal counsel for the – for U.S. soccer is a woman and I I was just – someone tweeted about that feeling like kind of a betrayal and maybe they're like, oh, they're just going to go in and make the most sexist, terrible argument they can make. So they fail (laughs) and so U.S. soccer Mm -hmm. has to pay up and they're working as like a sleeper agent.
0: Jeez. Jeez. Yeah, it's – it's crazy but – Yeah. You know, I was like – I think the men need to earn their money probably more than the women because the women actually can play soccer.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I think honestly the best solution would be equal base pay, equal bonus structure, um, and that way the women are always out earning the men because the men are bad at what they do.
0: Um, Yeah. I mean, and think about it. I don't I don't even know who's in the U.S. men's team because they're constantly changing. Wasn't their game a couple of months ago, like, super empty?
1: Yeah. U.S. soccer has taken the tactic of um, charging really high for ticket prices because they know if they sell fewer tickets but still are a lot more, um, they're going to come out ahead financially, which mm. – make make soccer inaccessible to a lot of people which is really frustrating but yeah they're not they don't draw anywhere near the same crowds as the U.S. women do
0: Mm, yeah yeah so I think I didn't go to law school but I'm pretty sure the U.S. Soccer Federation is a bunch of dum-dums well said Mm -hmm. pay the women pay them equally there we go. Um, all right. So anything else on that front?
1: No. I mean, I, I yeah. It's just a mess. It's embarrassing. It's sad. I it is sad.
0: Know. It is very, very sad, especially when other federations have reached those deals of like, we're going to pay the women and the men equally. I think Australia is one of them most recently. Maybe – I think New Zealand too. Don't quote me on that one, but I know for sure
1: Australia. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's a handful of them out there. Yeah. It it would have been really incredible if the U.S. led the way in that. They had every opportunity to. um, They had the most valuable program in women's soccer. And instead, they want to dig their heels in to make money. Mm -hmm. Uh, And they're absolutely hurting – Mm-hmm. Yeah, hurting themselves in the long run for sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Insane. yeah Well, go US women's national team on that front. Mm-hmm. Um, it was I did read a little bit about Kelly's response and her dispositions.
1: <laughs> oh
0: yeah. She's like, well, because the World Cup has been a wrong longer. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. that. <laughs> Hello. Mm -hmm. um cool um she's so sassy gotta love her um so big news from a signing well i i mean it's not like a big european star signing but a young up-and-coming really good talented soccer player from france is coming to utah royals fc and that is, I may completely just mess up her name, but I'm going to try to be French or maybe Spanish. Aminata Diallo.
1: <laughs> diallo. <laughs> uh,
0: uh, how do you say it, Lucas?
1: Um, Aminita Dia- Diallo. 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 Uh,
0: diallo. Oh, we need help with that. Um, yeah, so last mm. Saturday it was reported out of France that she – was coming on a loan to Utah Royals FC. Um, and that's pretty much the information we knew. She was, she played with PSG, made some appearances for the French national team. So uh, experienced player for, you know, it, it, it is an experienced player. He was from, with national team experience and also from, you know, one of the big clubs in France. Um, And so that's been, like, circulating around. The club tweeted, like, a little teaser yesterday. By that point, everyone knew who it was. Uh, It was not Wendy Renard. Bummer. I know. That would have been a good one. Becky who? (laughs) 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 Uh, I love Renard because she always plays with intensity and... Her hair was, like, the best, especially when she's just, like, combed it up and yeah. she just has this presence. And
1: Unlike lackadaisical Sour Brun, who just has a, you know, <laughs> a braid. Yeah. Psh, psh. Becky. <laughs> People are going to start uh, to think we're actually anti-Sour Brun at some point.
0: We're going to get – oh, no. They're going to think we don't like Becky. We love Becky. We're just hurt.
1: And she's dead to us, but mostly <laughs> hurt.
0: Hurt. Hurt, man. Um. Anyway, so the DIO, the rights to to Diallo. I'm going to keep messing her name up and I'm so sorry, were acquired from the Houston Dash in exchange for a third round pick in the 2021 NWSO college draft. Now some, Mm -hmm. some something about that because some people will be like, wait a second. She played for PSG. Why are we trading the rights with... I just spilled my water. Why are we trading rights with Houston? Why are we getting her rights from Houston Dash? Well, friends, there is a crazy thing in the NWSL called the Discovery Player Process. Have you heard about it?
1: Uh, I have, um, but it feels like some real MLS stuff.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Is it pretty much the same? Like someone who's domestic or international player who's not under contract with the league? you know, a team just says dibs. Is that kind of how it works?
1: Um, I think so. I'm, I'm honestly less familiar how it works in so but I know in um, MLS you can have a discovery list, but it's only like five or six players maybe. So you can't have like, you know, a thousand players, you know. Right. With every every amazing player on it. Um, you have to be – essentially it's, it's made to be like, okay, you're pursuing – Mm-hmm. Um, these players like intentionally. Mm-hmm.
0: So that caught me off guard when I saw that because I'm like, wait a second, why are we, why is this like a trade with Houston Dash? And yeah, sure enough, that Diado was Diallo, Diallo. 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 <laughs> Thank you. Um, I think because I see the two L's, I want to say it, like in Spanish, but, um, but yeah, so I had to. haven't I don't think there's been many discovery list things and from an NWSL perspective so I was completely caught off guard so I had to go look it up and so sure enough Houston had her in their discovery list and so that makes a lot of sense now yeah yeah so she will join Utah for the 2020 season um I did hear it was a short-term loan, um, so and it's pending
1: one year, right?
0: Yeah, and that's pending the um, the approval of her visa. So, yeah, yeah, Lucas, thoughts on thoughts on this on this uh, signing?
1: I think it's a I think it's a good signing. I, um, you know. It's it's not the make or break of season signing though. So I think a, bringing a player like Diallo is is good. It shows ambition. Um, it will strengthen the team. Um, but it's not the highest level like caliber player out there, um, and that's honestly who the Royals need to be pursuing. So yeah, I think this is good. Um, if this is the last major signing of the season, then it's not a reflection on Diallo, but it is a disappointment for signings for the team.
0: Mm. Yeah, I I agree. And I read, and this must have been Kim McCauley, but she said that she's kind of similar to uh, Desiree Scott. She's actually a lot more physical in the midfield, hmm. which kind of what you need, um, which is inter- interesting because the press release and everything's mentioning her as a midfielder, but then something on Instagram said she was the defender, so I'm a little confused.
1: Well, yeah, PSG had her listed as a midfielder as well, so hmm. that's got to be her primary position, but maybe she slots back every now and then.
0: Hmm. Yeah, interesting. Interesting. Um. So, yeah. Um good move I think so I think I I think at this point and we listen we saw two years of Laura Harvey coaching the team and two years of experiment two years of just it I it is at a point where there's changes need to be made and whatever attachment you had to a player <laughs> like Becky um, yeah. <laughs> you need to let it go and focus on twenty twenty and I listened to like the video they, they posted about Craig Harrington just talking to the team and first of all he sounds super smart because he's English. <laughs> mm. But um No so was it
1: the last coach.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um yeah, I I, I think it's a good I, I think it's at a point where you gotta bring in players that you think are gonna work and we can trust that Stephanie Lee and Craig Harrington are doing their homework and they're not just bringing players to just make announcements, you know? So. Yeah.
1: yeah I think, um, and this is very much my fear as someone who's followed RSL for a long time, um, is that they'll have, they're put, they'll pursue really good and big players and then it just fall, falls through at the last minute. Um, yeah, so I think it's a good move, but I yeah, I'm curious to see how she fits into the team. You know, like who's is she taking minutes from Gunny or is she replacing like Laddish, you know, like kind of where where she's fitting in? Mm-hmm.
0: hmm Yeah. So I'm 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 excited. I I feel like I've seen her play a couple of years ago at She Believes Cup. The U.S. national team, and I, I i have to go back and look at my photos from that year, but I remember her um, challenging Alex Morgan a lot, so yeah, so can we expect more moves this off-season? We're not in the off-season, Lucas.
1: Oh, well, this preseason,
0: <laughs> it is crazy, crazy.
1: like... Just like Daylight Savings time, this week we switched over to from off-season to preseason.
0: Mm-hmm. And that is what spring does to us.
1: And that is exciting.
0: Mm-hmm. That was a long off-season. Sad off season. Um so potentially. I'm not entirely sh- they did not say that this was part of the allocation money. Um it, I don't think it was mentioned. But I assume. I'm assuming that maybe allocation money is being used to sign her.
1: Yeah, it's not in the report, but Mm-mm. you know the team's got a bunch right now.
0: Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Becky. <laughs> <laughs> yep.
1: Always mission <laughs> payoff for the team.
0: <laughs> Thank you, Becky. Um. Yeah. So, I, I, I. There, the talk is. Um, that Utah does have, wants to sign a couple international players. I think that was in the report that Equalizer did when the whole Becky Saabron thing broke, that both teams are actually going after international players. But Hmm. I think you have enough Portland. Stop. Um, Yeah. Lucas, what have you heard? What do you know? Is there more stuff? No, I don't
1: don't know anything. Uh, I'm... (laughs) It sounds like uh, they wanted to sign a couple of players. So mm-hmm. um, I would really expect there to be more. Um, but, you know, we'll have to wait and see.
0: Mm, wait and see. We shall wait and see. Yeah. So that's cool. That's exciting. And they did a cool hype, hype video for it. So, you know, I think you still want to bring some hype to your player. Yeah. Um, I definitely think she probably will be better than Elise Thorsness. <laughs>
1: oh, I you know, I was hoping she would produce more.
0: Yeah, she was very hyped. She was yeah. very, very hyped. Anyway, I hope she's doing well in her life and she's succeeding in all things soccer.
1: Yeah, she was in the W League this season. Oh, okay. I forget where.
0: I and I think it's just hard for some European players to. I mean, Gunny stuck around, but it's very hard for European players to kind of acclimate to the NWSL system. Yeah. I, I think, other than Amandine Henry from Portland, she was, I think that's the main one, but everyone else is from Europe. It's like this Europe effect. They struggle a little bit. So hopefully that's not the case with Diallo. No. Shall we talk preseason? Let's do it. All right. So preseason started on Monday, which is so cool because life is back. So everyone outside the international players is what's it called? It's is back in Utah. Um and you were you were at training yesterday. Look us what what give us your insider report.
1: Well, um, first thing I noticed was there are so many new players and um drafty not drafties uh trialists that it was like, really hard to recognize who people were. I was like trying to figure out who this one like small person was, and I'm like, oh, that's vero. Uh, <laughs> I know who that is uh, but yeah, it's. It's exciting to watch the team again. Um, I got to see Amy Rodriguez score like three goals. Um, Tazara King had one. Um, they were doing. Um, this like small sided game where they had three teams. Um, and so they would just rotate every like periodically. So, um. Uh, Craig said and. I talked to Brittany Ratcliffe after, and she said at this point in the season, they're focusing on kind of just getting fitness back, getting movement in, um, not really going um, like too detailed into tactics or anything like that. But really getting the group together, getting people to gel and kind of back in uh, back in action.
0: And uh, yeah, so the roster was released and yeah, that does confirm there's a lot. This is not obviously the final roster. There will come point where Utah has to trim down players and uh, trim down the roster. I'm sorry. Um, and so, yeah, it's it's there's a lot of players on the roster that are non-contract players. They've been invited to try out. You have your draft players. So right now the roster looks whoa. Um, and eventually some. We'll probably end up in the supplemental roster, but right now it pretty much just starts at everybody has to earn their spot. You know, you you think I don't think just because you're, you know, Taylor Lido or Brittany Radcliffe who've been with the team for two years doesn't mean you have kind of like the, the that status that you're gonna be instantly on the roster. So yeah. lots can change. Lots lots can yeah. change.
1: Yeah, I mean and there's Right now there's seven um like trialists playing with the team. Um I think a lot of that honestly is to make up for you know, none of the international players are back. Um mm-hmm. and so there's a ton of people missing. Um so the roster as it stands now is very different than what we'll see uh when like the um deadline for like the official season roster is due Mm -hmm,
0: mm -hmm. yeah so cool and you heard a little bit from britney radcliffe did you talk about that was i in another world
1: yeah um i need to post uh i did a short interview after with her um i need to post it on twitter but um chatted for a few minutes and just got to hear from her on how how her health is um you know she had the acl injury and she said she's feeling good, feeling strong. It feels good to be back with the group. Um, she really likes Craig had nothing but positive things to say about him, which you would kind of expect at this point,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, but it's still like, you know, like I believe her, like she everyone seems really up on Craig and seems to really like the direction he's taking the club. Um, mm-hmm. And then, yeah, just chatted about kind of the, the team chemistry a little bit and yeah, um, still want to be defensively solid, but also one of Craig's big things is let's um, let's be more attack minded in in mm-hmm. our makeup as a team
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, that'd be cool. So Brittany Radcliffe and Taylor Lido are back from their um season ending injuries from last year. so mm-hmm. that's that's always cool to see because you want players to come back in. And- get back to soccer um all right uh yeah and so preseason goes on for another month and yeah it'll be cool no becky just so everyone remembers um nope. uh, <laughs> uh we got some listener questions um Sayan. saying i'm sorry if i'm didn't say your name correctly um so the new signing, we did talk a little bit about it. Um, and we do think there is probably another signing under the belt. So, yeah, if, if you listened earlier, we talked a little bit about Diario, Diallo. Gosh, I need to work on that. Mm-hmm. That's my homework. Um, yeah, so hopefully you listened to what we talked about earlier when we covered her.
1: Yeah. Um. Josh asked... Um. How much more expensive would my season tickets have to be for us to sign uh, Lucia Garcia? Just, uh, just kidding, mostly. Ah <laughs> uh, man, I don't. You know, with all the allocation money, who's to say? Maybe, mm. maybe they could give you a price reduction if if they play it right.
0: Yeah, that's true. I don't know, Vero, do your work. Vero, yeah. bucket, por favor, por favor, Let's amiga.
1: Some, I think it was maybe RJ. Someone said, like, you know, Marta <laughs> is recruiting for Orlando, and Vera is very clearly recruiting for the Royals, which is kind of awesome. hmm She's been everywhere. She knows everyone. She's well-liked. Mm-hmm. She should be our chief scout. Yep. There we go.
0: Uh, Alyssa asks, what acquisitions are you most hyped for? I'm hyped for ship or... F- for king or i mean for king ship or king huh oh yeah, um,
1: i think she means for ship and for forking gotcha, uh, yeah. i think yeah tazara king is definitely one she was fun to watch play um mm-hmm. I'm, I'm absolutely hyped to see her uh actually in an attacking role in a real game hopefully she's mm-hmm. um Yeah, Yeah. definitely her Dallow right now is definitely in the forefront of my mind. Is what I'm excited to see.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm excited for Elizabeth Ball. Um, she comes obviously from a very successful system under Portland. Um, so maybe she can give us all the all the insiders on Portland stuff.
1: Yeah, and she's rejoining uh, Weber, so that's kind of cool. Oh
0: yeah, buddies. Oh, buddy. I mean, there's
1: a chance we see them both on the back line,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: which is not where yeah. Weber played in Portland.
0: No, she didn't. But Kelly will be back. All will be well.
1: Well, you know, there's this thing that could be canceled <laughs> due to coronavirus called the Olympics. Mm. Kelly might might hit up real quick. Mm. Just... Um, although I'm curious, like, what Harrington thinks about Weber as a outside back.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Maybe you can ask that question when you go next time. Yeah. Excuse me. What are you? No, I think the it'll be very different the lineup, especially if it's more attacking minded. Yeah. Does anyone want to do three back system?
1: Did you or say they that? Want
0: to. Someone said that.
1: Yeah. Someone said know.
0: that. I'm not crazy. Someone said that.
1: Someone might have said that. I'm. Curious if that's actually something he's interested in. Mm. Or that's if that true. was something like, oh, this could be cool to try.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Um, okay. Melly Palacio. Hi, Melly. Asks, uh, do you plan to bring a goalkeeper, another attacker? Uh, I think more pieces, and or center, you know, like forward or somebody more central she thinks more pieces are missing to have a competitive team um i i think so i think they're working on it i think that that's why they're bringing so many players through in preseason to see what works what doesn't um mm. so
1: yeah i can't imagine they bring in another keeper um Mm-mm. if 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 Barney is continuing on, which he obviously is like this season, um, you you know, I I think Smith will probably be the starter. Um, But yeah, I don't think it makes a lot of sense to bring in another keeper. I think probably another attacker would be good, especially with, uh, I mean, it depends on what King can bring, but um, it might make sense to have someone a little bit more experienced. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um Yeah, maybe I don't know. I think I think they're okay for now. Um maybe for the Olympics, but I think I think they may be okay. So definitely not a keeper, we know that. Um forward, maybe another forward if they want to um Replace press when she is at the Olympics, if those happen. Anyway. Um, anyway, Brett asks, do you see any possible formation changes under Craig? I think the only one I've heard is
1: – Three in the back.
0: Three in the back. <laughs> yeah. That's all that part
1: <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's – I think it's all on the table right now. Um Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, three I I think three at the back would be fun. Um yeah. It's just different. Um it's different from what we've really seen this team do. Um we we've, we've definitely seen the two strikers up top. Uh we've kind of seen, you know, a center forward with two two wingers. Um I think I just I, I don't have enough of a sense of like what Craig wants to do tactically yet. I think it's going to be a few games before we're able to mm-hmm. For sure. Figure out. Because he hasn't been, you know, it was easier with um with Laura because she had been a coach in the league for so long to have a yep. sense of what she wanted from her teams with mm-hmm. Craig. Like right? we just don't have that information.
0: We don't. Wait and see.
1: <sighs> Love it.
0: <laughs> um, well, I think that's all we have. Um anything else, Lucas, that you want to share? No, I, the think, world.
1: I think we covered it.
0: Yeah, I think so too. Well, thanks for listening. Um, thanks for checking us out. You're the best. Wash your hands.